Keidu from BA. This is a Rorschach Nigeria update from the 9th of March 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Nigeria is still in election season. The presidential elections were held on the 25th of February and we told you that Bola Tinubu of the ruling All Progressive Congress, or APC, won. Recall that there were a lot of complaints from Nigeria about the inefficiency of technology and many said the elections were not free and fair. Opposition parties like the People's Democratic Party, or PTP, and the Labour Party, or LP, even asked that the election be cancelled. On Saturday the 4th, the Independent National Electoral Commission, best known as INEC, responded to these concerns. Ahead of a gubernatorial election that will take place on the 11th of March, Mahmoud Yakubu, the INEC chairman, said that members of the commission that were associated with irregularities in the presidential election would not be involved in Saturday's poll. He also said that commissioners would immediately deliver disciplinary action where evidence of wrongdoing has been established and that they would be held responsible for a delay in the deployment of logistics. Still, in a commitment to better delivery, the INEC assured that the bimodal voter accreditation system, popularly known as BVAS, will run optimally in the forthcoming governorship and state assembly election. The BVAS was one of the technology areas where many Nigerians experienced hitches while trying to cast their votes. As a result, many polling units recorded incidents of late voting. Some people did not get to vote at all. Yakubu said that the Commission will work harder to overcome the challenges experienced in the last election. The professor also said that refresher training will be conducted for the ad hoc staff so that processes are not delayed or compromised at any stage. Meanwhile, the Lagos Police Command said that 5 out of 23 persons arrested during the presidential and National Assembly elections will be arraigned in court this week for electoral offences. On Tuesday the 6th, Benjamin Hundeyen, the command's spokesperson, said that investigations had been concluded and that the remaining 18 were just victims of the circumstances. Moving on, some time ago, we told you that diphtheria had broken into Nigeria and that it was lethal. Well, at least 61 persons have died from the outbreak in Kano State. Speaking on Monday the 6th, Salma Suwaid, Kano Diphtheria Case Manager, said that a total of 783 patients have been admitted so far in the state. She said that the average hospital stay of the patients is four days and that 83% of deaths occurred in patients who come in with symptoms that persisted for over three days and stay in the hospital for 15 days on average. Some symptoms of diphtheria include fever, runny nose, sore throat, cough, red eyes, neck swelling and difficulty in breathing. Diphtheria is curable if an infected person is quickly diagnosed and treated, but you should also know that an infected person who has been left untreated can be contagious for up to four weeks. 
so in the meantime, avoid crowded areas and wash your hands frequently. Things seem to be taking off for the oil sector in the country. The Nigerian National Petroleum Company, or NNPC, Limited, said that it has replaced Eroton Exploration and Production Limited as the new operator of the oil mining lease, or OML18. OML18 contains 11 oil and gas fields with about 714 million stock tank barrels of oil and condensate and 4.7 trillion cubic feet of natural gas reserves. However, from 2016 to date, OML18's net crude oil production has significantly fallen from approximately 30,000 barrels per day to zero, despite consistent compliance to its joint ventures funding obligations with NNPC and other partners over the same period. In a statement on Monday the 6th, NNPC said that the action was taken to stop further degradation of the asset and revamp production of oil and gas. It's important to know that Aeroton previously operated OML18 in reverse state on behalf of the Aeroton NNPC joint venture, but NNPC said that the Economic Financial Crimes Commission is carrying out some audits and investigations on the former operators. In the political scene on Monday the 6th, Coyote Omundele, the state's head of service, announced that Rotimi Akeredolu, governor of Ondo State, approved an increment in the pension allowances of retirees. Ogundele said that the approval was in conformity with the necessary adjustment arising from the implementation of the National Minimum Wage Act. President Buhari signed the act in 2019, allowing federal and state workers to earn at least 30,000 naira, about $65. Ogundele said that at least 11,000 officers from the state civil service and 11,000 from the local government service who retired before the 1st of January 2020 would benefit from the new approval. A quick update. Do you guys remember Jennifer Effedi, the woman who was hit in her eye on election day by thugs? because she wanted to vote for Peter Obi of the LP. She bled from her eye, went to patch it up a bit, and still came back to cast her vote for Obi. Her bravery made her go viral on social media. On Monday the 6th, Obi paid her a visit and shared pictures of him alongside Jennifer on Twitter. He described her as an icon of democracy and a manifestation of courage for a new Nigeria. Moving on, the Food and Agriculture Organization, or SAO, has predicted that about 25 million people in Nigeria will experience severe food insecurity in 2023. In a report released on Friday the 3rd, FAO said that the worsening insecurity, fatal flood projections, high food prices, and the expected slowdown in economic growth are additional drivers of the looming food insecurity. Let's look at what's happening in the world of sports. The Flying Eagles had already qualified for the Under-20 World Cup following their win over Uganda, 
in the quarter-final, but the team failed to maintain their momentum against the Gambian at the Cairo International Stadium on Monday the 6th. Although the young Nigerians were awarded a penalty kick deep into the second half, they failed to score an equaliser. Gambia will take on Senegal in the competition's final on Saturday the 11th, while Nigeria plays Tunisia in the third-place match earlier in the day. What a jam-packed Saturday it will be. Elections on one hand and the AFCON on the other. Still on the subject of sports, but this time with good news. On Monday the 6th, the Foreign Press Association in Italy awarded Victor Osimhen the 2022 prize for Foreign Athlete of the Year in Italy. According to the organizer's statement, the 24-year-old was given the prize because of his role in Napoli Football Club's success, his excellent play, great power, incredible speed, and his vocation for scoring goals. Osim Hen has been leading the league goal-scoring chart with 19 goals. His award comes a few weeks after he won the A-Series' prize for Player of the Month in January. He also claimed the title for the goal of the month against AS Roma. But that's not all. Osim Hen defeated Barcelona's Gavi and Federico Valverde of Real Madrid and was named the, quote, Emerging Player of the Year, unquote, at the 2022 Global Soccer Awards. The prize meant for the best young football talent in the world. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at nigeria at Kaodi. Kaodi.